Hey, welcome back to a whole nother episode of On The Porch. Guys, you already know we are going crazy. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. BJ. Amen. 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 We know what we like to say. The person behind the scenes make a lot of money, if not the most money. So, we got my boy Patrick Camon. It's been a long time coming. Patrick, man, go ahead and introduce yourself and let them know what you got going on. My name is Patrick Kim. I'm a 24-year-old remote closer, also a sales coach in the space. So, basically, I came into Will's business. He was doing around 400000 a month. And we were like, yo, let's scale this up because like we're at the point where people just need to get talked to to get sold on something bigger. So within those six months, we took his business from 400,000 a month to $2 million in a month. So you say you made a million in six months? A million in sales in six months. A million in sales in yeah. six months. Okay, I got you. We 10X people's businesses, but we also 10, 10X people's um, income as a, as a salesperson. So you yeah. took them from where to where? It was 20,000 a month. In the next 30 days, we did 120K. If you're coming into the space and you're trying to become a remote closer, you get paid anywhere from 10 to 20% commission. So let's say you work with a credible business owner. They're selling a 4,000 package. If you take a call and close it in 30 minutes, you just made $400. Hey, welcome back to a whole nother episode of On The Porch. Guys, you already know we are going crazy. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, go to go over to our other platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever that is. Leave us five stars, say something nice, move us up those charts. And if you're on YouTube, guys, I know a lot of people have been trying to figure out how to support. No, for real, I'm not lying. People have been commenting and trying to figure out how can we support you guys. Guys, if you want to support, leave us a super chat, say something nice about us, and continue to share this podcast out because other people need to hear it. Follow us on Instagram at underscore on the porch. Follow me on Instagram at underscore Mr.Mindset. BJ! Amen. 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 Hey, it's your boy underscore BJ Real. We back here with another episode of On the Porch. Like my man said, y'all can follow us on all platforms, guys. We're not hard to find. Y'all can follow us on Instagram at underscore on the porch, on YouTube at on the porch, guys. We're not hard to find at all. But like I said, we're going guests for guests for guests. Yes. We're going bigger and better every time, guys. And we have another special, special guest. With got us another today. special, special guest. You guys already know how we're doing it. Guys, we got to make sure that we're exposing you guys to everything and many versions of the different thing. I mean, many different versions of the same thing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, guys, we got... Patrick Kim on today. He is the man behind the scenes on a lot of you favorite people's brand. Your favorite people brand. He's behind the scenes. When you guys are buying stuff from these people, he is behind the <laughs> scenes. Those people are making money. He is behind the scenes. And we know what we like to say. The person behind the scenes make a lot of money, if not the most money. So we got my boy Patrick Camo. It's been a long time coming. Patrick, man, go ahead and introduce yourself and let them know what you got going on. Well, I appreciate you guys just having me on the podcast. Um, my name is Patrick Kim. I'm a 24-year-old remote closer, also a sales coach in the space. Um, been able to generate over a million dollars in my first six months as a remote closer. And now we've been building out just uh, a crazy community of other people similar to my situation of just being able to get into the space of remote high ticket sales. So, so what actually is a remote closer? Like what, yeah. what's the definition of a remote closer? Yeah. So it's basically just a, a salesperson that's able to just take calls, um, 
and work with a lot of credible online business owners that sell programs like courses, masterminds, mentorship programs, and be able to do it anywhere in the world and just make a commission from it. So basically, to sum it up, it's just a salesperson that takes inbound leads, works with course creators, and makes commissions. So why remote closing? Because we know you got you could go to college. I don't know mm. if you went to college or not. Did you go to college? Yeah. So I went to uh, Kennesaw State University uh, after my second year. I dropped out. Oh, so you went Dang, to a all pre- of us? Hey, second year you dropped out? Oh my gosh! So how did you get introduced to remote closing? Because like you said, you went to a pretty good school in Kennesaw right. State. So. How, how did you get introduced to remote closing? Yeah, so how I got introduced to remote closing in general, um, a good friend of mine, uh, Will Rivera, he's been on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, so Will. Happy birthday, I, Will. I yeah, that. happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, so we grew up since middle school, and you know I've seen the growth of just him and his business, his entrepreneurship journey. And for me, I was always trying to figure it out. You know, we tried the drop shipping thing. We tried the reselling shoes thing. We tried trading things. Um, and I noticed his platform was starting to take off. Like his Instagram was growing, his TikTok, his Twitter. And we've always been close. So, you know, he was always updating us about like just a program and how it's doing and how we could like just start building our own things. And one day I just realized I was like, yo, what what is one thing that I could do to help? and grow his business mm. <clears throat> so instead of trying to figure out something for me because i failed at a lot of things it was just like yo will who's taking all these sales calls for you is there anyone even taking sales calls because he was doing a lot of webinars uh so it was a lot of like one too many sales mm. but not every single sale was getting talked to so i was like yo you know what i've been in network marketing before i don't mind taking these calls and let me just close them on something so this was last year around April, and within my first month, I took like I took like two hundred inbound calls, closed only seven of them, and I was like, "Damn, I fucking suck." Not even that, I'm just bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's not even that. I think the biggest thing was that I made seven thousand dollars in commissions from it. Oh, wow! Because we were selling ten thousand dollar packages, I was getting paid ten percent, uh, sold seven deals, and then that was. That was it for me. Like, you know, that's a proof of concept that it worked. And, yeah. and over time, we just kept on building. Second month, we did 12,000 in commissions. After that, 15,000 commissions. And not only was I making money, but I was making money with my friend. And, and, you know, I, I really wanted to say something about that because a lot of y'all need to hear this because a lot of y'all just be hating on y'all friends, bro. <laughs> so instead of instead of you, you know, catching any type of envy or anything, can you right. tell us about that, about the fact that you just said, you know what? Instead of getting envy or anything or trying to compete with them, right. how can we come together and, and how how can I help you? Instead yeah. of asking for a handout, yeah. you're like, hey, how can I help you grow? Yeah. Um, I would say the biggest thing, I mean, we see it all the time with just trying to work with people or anything like that. Like we some people do get envy when it comes mm-hmm. to our friends because we're like, damn, that should have been me. Yeah. But I kind of saw it from a different standpoint. I was just like, you know what? There's a way for me to help his business. So both of us could grow together, right? Because right. everyone talks about we're gonna make it to the top together, but really, when they when people start making money, they forget about who who they started with. Mm. So I thought, you know, let me take away all my ego. Let me just get in the trenches and get in the field and really use my skill to build something with somebody. Mm. Yeah. So the way you get paid in like remote sales is if 
you sell that person that you're working with, you right. sell one of their tickets they have or like their, yeah. their offerings. So. Yeah. So I'll break it down in the most simplest way for anyone that's watching. So most of the times in online, you see ads all over your newsfeed and they're most likely running to a free training. They're running to a course, they're running to an ebook, anything like that. The main thing around that is that in nowadays you don't have to really create your own product to make money all you have to do is partner with people that are running the ads and how you get paid is based off of performance one thing that i say to my students to people that want to get started in the space in general is that this is not something for lazy people at all right mm -hmm. it's all based off of performance so the reason why i was able to go from seven thousand to thirty thousand dollars a month in commissions was I wanted to make more and I saw that there was an unlimited potential of money that I could make because the more calls I could take, the more money I was going to make, the more money that Will was going to make to spend more to give me more book calls. So it was a, all a domino effect and I just realized, you know what, let me take advantage of this opportunity because, you know, I didn't have to throw any money back into the business. You didn't. You didn't. And it was all profit. But the thing, oh my gosh, this is, this is big because <laughs> this is the thing, bro, like, I work, I work sales, and I feel like this is a, a debate that, that people have, right? I worked sales before. I still, even with the business that mm -hmm. I run, it's still sales, right? Because you're still running everything. If you got a business, it's fucking sales. Because yeah. if you don't go perform, it's based off of performance. Right. Same thing, right? Right. So I went door to door, and then, you know, a lot of people, that's when I was like, you know, probably like 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Went door to door, and then people was like, you know, I mean, you can just get a job or whatever, but I'm like, same thing. I'm like, bro, because it was no base pay. It's like straight yeah. commission. So it's like. You had to perform. I'm like, you got to perform. <laughs> but at this point, I'm making 19th, I'll make $2,000 a week. Oh, going crazy. So the thing is, I'm like, all right, y'all saying you want to go off of hourly or you want to go off of base pay mm -hmm. versus commission. Why? So why would why would you say that commission is better? I, I think I yeah. know why, but why do you say commission is better than hourly? Like, Yeah. I would say, just to put it in a standpoint, if someone were to get paid hourly or someone were to get paid a salary... It doesn't matter in the work ethic that you put into the specific job, the specific business, and you could be lazy or you could be the best performer. You're still going to get paid the same. But what a percentage or a commission does, it incentivizes you that you could actually get paid for what you're worth and your value. Okay. Yep. For sure. And and, and that makes sense because a lot of, uh, I feel like that cause, that's what I feel like most places should be commissioned because I feel like that's what caused conflict inside the workplace. Yeah. It just because depends on like, certain um, positions. In certain positions, yeah. right? Because if you're able to, obviously selling something or you're able to build or like grow something for that company, it should be commissioned. The only reason I say that is because it caused conflict. Conflict in the workplace is never good for a business. Mm -hmm. It really can't cause conflict if I'm just outworking you. Because a lot of people be yeah. like, because a lot of people just be like, they looking at somebody that's not working, like you said, mm -hmm. they're not working as hard as they can. They're being lazy. And I'm they over here working hard as hell, but we still getting paid the same thing. <laughs> exactly. So I, I just feel like that's, that, I feel like it's not fair really, honestly. Yeah. I mean, one big thing for me was like, I always tell people like, in general, you should always find a way to get incentivized for your work and your value. So like, if it's something that you could keep on striving and keep on growing in, like make sure that you get paid for it. You know what I mean? And what you're worth. Like if it's something related to like, I would say something very simple. Yeah, that should be worth a salary or hourly. 
But in general, with sales, you have to be a top performer. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the biggest parts or biggest departments in a business. Yep, for sure. You drive revenue to the company for the company to spend more on marketing. And now you guys could grow together. So, like, that's why I never tell people to, like, you know, pay closers as hourly or salary because you yeah. never know what they're actually going to generate. Yep. So, what's, like, what's a thing that... um people that work in remote um sales or like what what what's this thing that do they have in common like what's the type of people that gravitate towards mm. like remote sales yeah so the thing that gets um i'll say that's super attractive about remote sales is like you could do this anywhere right another thing too is that all your leads like what you mentioned earlier like how you went door to door everything is all inbound Oh, that's amazing. So <laughs> you're literally just there. You're waiting for your calendar and you hop on Zoom and people sh- like leads are just popping up on the on the phone. So I think that's the most attractive thing is that like one, you're able to take as many calls and do this anywhere. And two, like if you're already good at sales and you have sales experience, you're not changing much except your framework is going to be a li- little bit different. With door to door sales, you probably had like a what 30 second like. Yeah, quick yeah, introduction yeah, 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 yeah. and make sure that they hold the door open for you. Yep. So with inbound sales or inbound leads, these people are wanting to talk to you. Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's and they're, way better. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just connect them to what their pain points are to the actual offer. And then you make a sale. Next person. Oh, that's man. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy because a lot of most people, uh, like like what I do, we, what I do with wholesaling or whatever, you know, you cold calling. So you calling people that maybe not even that don't even want to sell that house. Oh right? yeah. But now I tried you know, wholesaling. That boy said he tried everything. Right? I tried everything. Yeah. So you got people calling. You got, but you got people calling you. That's so much better. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like even with wholesaling stuff like that. Like if you got people calling you, that's like the best feeling. It's like shit. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know I got you. Either yeah. way, I just have to you because you're really not. I'm not at this point. I'm not encouraging you to do anything. I'm not influencing you to do anything. I'm just, I'm just influencing your decision, which influence is not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm just influencing you now at this point to go ahead and just. Like I could go ten thousand dollars down, and you'll still be with me. Yeah, <laughs> either way. So I feel like that's great. So I know you tried a lot of different things, right? right. You, you, you was trying a lot of different businesses. Mm-hmm. So I mean. What put you in that position to say, you know what, I need to try to do a lot of different things? Like, what were you, what was your background like? Because most people are not just gonna go out there and be like, let me just try different things. I need to get some money, yeah. I need to figure it out. So, what was your background like that made you get to the point where you say, hey, you know what, I need to figure this thing out and try to see how I can get it? Yeah, so it started all in middle school, I would say. Mm-hmm. I got my first job and it was, I was, uh, I wanna say, yeah, I was a busboy at a hibachi restaurant. I stayed there for a week. The reason why was because I saw my first check. And the amount of work that I was putting in, I was like, nah, like this is. <laughs> and I'm in middle school, middle not school, even middle school, crazy. middle school, right? That's when you get a job, middle school, high school, high school, really? yeah, high school. high school, yeah, before. <laughs> yeah. So in high school, yeah, that was when it happened, and I got my first check, and that's when I got introduced to uh, shoes from my uncles. Like they gave me shoes. Uh, they also taught me like that you could resell like your used shoes. Yeah. And that's when everything changed because I took my check. I bought a pair of cool gray 11s mm. and wore them for a little bit to school. They weren't even my size. They were a little bit bigger. <laughs> I got them for a good deal. And then I resold them. And I was like, yo, this is the business model yeah. during the time. And that that first check 
ended up lasting most of high school. Like I got mo- I got other jobs here and there, but I never stayed at a job more than two months at most. Um, so it was always constantly reselling and reselling uh, during that time. And then later, I think in like 2019, uh, that's when Will started drop shipping. So I went to I'm probably I'm pretty pretty sure I went to college. I was a freshman in college. Uh, he started drop shipping. So when I was making money with reselling, I was like, yo, I see you making money on Shopify. Okay, yep. Let me see what I can do with it. Me and Will ran up a store. We made $20,000 in our in like two weeks off of that. And I'm still in college. So my phone was going crazy. We opened up another store, do another twenty thousand. I'm on college, like, and Kennesaw just walking, like, yeah, like I'm literally like skipping class. I'm meeting up with Will, and we're like, yo, how do we scale the ads? After that, I was like, you know what? What's next? So I think for me, like, I never had like a bad childhood. Like my parents have always supported me throughout the journey. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, I always wanted to do something that was more right. I didn't really want things handed to me. I was like. Cause I, I I'm pretty sure like I could have, but at the same time for me, I I wanted to take the risk. Wow. Um, and I wanted to do something that was bigger than just saying, "Hey, my parents took care of it." You know what I mean? And and that's crazy because I mean, obviously we all we, it's no surprise. So don't say I'm racist, guys. It's just stereotypical, <laughs> guys. Most time the parents. So it's a fact that you're. <laughs> why are you looking at me like? What you about to say? I'm trying to hear what and that boy set up for that one. No, I was just gonna say, that. I'm not racist. I'm not. <laughs> All right, no, 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 so for sure, no. <laughs> Mike is not racist, guys. No, I was just gonna say, because we all it's, all, it's something we all know though. So, right, so you saying they supported you even along this journey of trying to figure out things to do, but right. the thing is, we know they go to school, be a doctor, yeah, definitely. I said they, Asians or Africans. Most of the time. So that's what I'm saying. I know it had to be. Was it not hard for you to say, I'm not going to school no more? What were you in school for? Uh, I was going for information security. Mm, okay. And that's the reason why I was going for that was because my mom told me, like, she if you knew. Said, be a, to be, if you would have said um, to be a doctor, bro, I was going to fucking die. <laughs> my sister's going to be a nurse. <laughs> okay. She got it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, yeah, I was going for information security. And the reason why I was doing it was because one, I looked up the like the salary. Mm-hmm. My mom told me it was a good job, and then she, she also told me like she had to connect for mm. an internship. So that was the only reason I would say at the end of the day I didn't really know anything because I didn't make it past my prerequisites. <laughs> past me either. Yeah. So <laughs> I and then also I think a big thing too was like I learned more in business just doing things. Um, and just experiencing the the lessons, like the L's that I took, um, and just being around people that were in the space. Like, I think one thing that did influence me in a way was that I saw people always getting money around me, mm. and I was still in school, and I was still like I was getting some decent type of money, but in general, I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna do this, I can't be fifty in, fifty out. Yeah, right. Uh, so one day it really just hit me like, you know what, let me just say fuck it. Like, I don't yeah. know if I'm allowed to, but no, you can, in general, you can, you can, you can, in yeah. general, I was just like, I need to be a hundred percent in with entrepreneurship because I seen the money before and I know if I go a hundred percent into it, I have no way to like fall back on anything. That's true. That's true. So what, like just to go a little bit deeper into that. So mm-hmm. 
Like, what was the point and, like, what went into you, like, just, okay, I'm done with college? Like, just to go a little little bit deeper. Yeah, uh, just to go deeper into college, I I wouldn't say I was a bad student. I joined a fraternity. um, And (laughs) and it was it it was a Kappa Sig, so it was a white fraternity. Of course. Uh, and then we obviously I was living the college life, you know, having fun, partying. Ain't lie. Don't ain't on cap. They be turned up though. You remember we used to go to the when we we were at college, bro. What? Forget the forget the black fraternities. We used to go to the white parties. Oh, we used to be at, that's, that's the only people who had the party. That's what I'm saying. You know, right? The tailgates with the the fire trucks and stuff. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a fraternity. Okay. That was a party. They used to yeah. rent out just buildings to throw a whole party. Like there. yeah, like y'all y'all probably talking down on these white fraternities. They be turned <laughs> up. Y'all tripping, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was enjoying the college life during my like last year I was there, and then we got kicked off of campus. That fraternity got kicked off of campus. Obviously, or yeah, certain things. But (laughs) then I was just like, you know what? During my college, like during that that time I was in the fraternity, I was just enjoying more of the college life, Mm. like partying, showing up to class late, not even showing up to class at all, making money with Will on Shopify and things like that, reselling shoes. And then I was just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like. I don't know which life I want to really live. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I saw that at the end of the day, I saw people around me just getting so much money. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come out of the school. I might be, uh, I might have a $100,000 a year salary, but it's not even worth it because I just made $20,000 in, in two weeks off of Shopify. Thanks. So just saw it was a different route for me. I, yeah, I feel you because I mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember, do you want the bottle bird? That's what I was asking for. <laughs> he said, he just pointed at it. I'm like, bring it. All right. So a lot of a lot of people don't understand. I don't, I understand. I just feel you because I remember being in school, and I remember when I, I started wholesaling while I was in school. Oh wow! But yes, I'm going crazy, right? And I was playing football and everything. I remember being in class, being getting incoming calls or a, like a call that I'm about to get on the contract. But I was, I was Front of class, I, Contract I answer, signed. I'm answering the phone, walking out of class in front of this. I don't know. I did not care. Yeah. Because I'm just like, bro. And, and, and then I realized that's when I was like, hey, bro, I ain't coming back to this shit, bro. No, because <laughs> I just made it's too much money. So what would you say? I mean, obviously, that's not something that you just recommend anybody. To oh, yeah, do. no. Of course. So, I mean, what would you say to someone that's trying to figure out, you know, do I stay in school or or or, or do I go after my my uh, my my uh, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journeys or whatever, like? What do you say to that person right now? Like, Yeah, so what I would say to that person right now, if you're someone that's in college and you're still doing entrepreneurship, you got to figure out like how to prioritize your time first and prioritize what are your actual goals. <clears throat> because for me, I was the first student, or not first student, first kid in my family to go to college. And it was a big disappointment when I dropped really? out. Yeah, mm. and it was a big disappointment when I dropped out. Uh, but if you're someone that's, you know, doing entrepreneurship and doing college, like if you're going to school to be something that needs a degree, go for it. Uh, if you're someone that's, you know, building up a business and you have time for it while being in college, I, I would say do both. Um, but in general, you have to stick to one thing that's going to make sure that you actually hit those goals. So for me, it was like I have to be 100 percent in because I can't focus both here and there. So you yeah. say you made a million in six months. A million in sales in six months. <laughs> a million in sales in yeah. six months. Okay, I got you. So like, okay, so 
we'll break that down. Like, what is that like? What is that like for you? Like for you, profit for you? Yeah. So like? yeah, during that time, uh, during that six months, it was over two hundred grand in commissions. Six months. Yeah. So someone made eight hundred. Yeah. So so someone made eight hundred and you made two hundred. Yeah. So it was will. So <laughs> it was. Said, we don't have to play <laughs> yeah. around. It was so. So basically, I came into Will's business. He was doing around four hundred thousand a month, and we were like, "Yo, let's scale this up because now you're at the like we're at the point where people just need to get talked to to get sold on something bigger." Right. Um. So within those six months, we took his business from four hundred thousand a month to two million dollars in a month. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So we were going crazy. Yeah. So, so but I ain't on cap. So you got to be a great salesman. Did you have any sales experience before doing this? Um, I would Besides say. the shoes. Not really. Like, I was a sales associate at Finish Line. <laughs> <laughs> so was it just you at that point in time? Was it just you? Uh, there was, like, probably two or three other closers. And we were all, like, performing the same. So had, so did you train those closers? Or, like, what did they know? I think in general, like... um. We, we weren't really training each other. It was just more of like, we saw it as an opportunity and we were, we just like knew how to speak. Um, and the thing is over time throughout my first month, I was the first closer. So throughout that first month, I've learned everything that these leads were talking about, what they wanted in a, in a higher ticket offer. And during that first month, I didn't close a lot, but I, I analyzed everything that the customer is saying. I was reaching out to Will, like, yo, we should add this to the offer. Cause the first offer we had was like a 30 day program, a 90 day program. And sometimes people don't want to buy something that has a time length. Yeah. Because, yeah, because one, it doesn't really show how, what is my end result Two, It's not going to also show like I have a job. So what are these coaching calls if I can't make it? So when we changed the, the program from a 30 day or a 90 day program into here, here's how we're going to help you make $10,000 on Amazon. Or we're going to work with you until you make 10000 Or we're going to work oh, okay, with you yeah. until you make 20000 It was irresistible. So the offer is irresistible itself. And Will does a great job on the front end when it comes to marketing. So, Amazing. so it just matched out perfectly. So regardless if you're a salesperson in general, if you're working with a great client and someone that's able to make the business sound simple, and they come to a closer that has an irresistible offer, it's always going to work out. So not only are you helping people with the, the sales side of things, you're actually helping people make the offer as well. Yeah. So I've learned a lot inside of this business. And I think over time, like people just want results. Right. Uh, and people want to know how can they get it and how fast can they get it. It's not all the deliverables that you give them, like the ebook, the scripts, yeah, yeah, the yeah. programs, all this. What am I going to make after I make this investment? Yeah. Mm. And that's the main difference of like how we've been able to take a lot of businesses to their biggest months um, and generate a lot of income with all these different clients. And just drop some names real quick. What's some people you work with? Or can you say? Yeah, I can say them. Yeah, so one of my clients, uh, his name is Brian. Uh, he does event spaces. We were able to take his- Holy shit. You know Brian? I think so. Ben Nibby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were able to take his business with his old sales team. They were doing like 180K a month. We took them to 270,000 a month. Oh, I know. You still work with him? Yeah. I know y'all finna go crazy because he, I think he, um, uh, he, he said, he said he's like done doing event spaces. He said that's all he's about to do. Mm-hmm. All he's about to do is what? 
just coach people how to do event spaces. Yeah. Um, He's not doing it anymore, though. Yeah, he goes crazy, but he has a lot of um, experience in the game. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's, matter, yeah, yeah, he's like an expert in the field. Um, but his offer is great, uh, and he does a great job when it comes to messaging right. to get people to get into the offer. Mm -hmm. uh, Tony, we took his business from twenty thousand a month to one hundred and twenty k within thirty Tony days. The closer? Nah, uh, tuned in Tony. Oh people, shit, Tony. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He that's a great here. difference. Yeah. So you yeah. took him from where to where? It was twenty thousand a month. In the next thirty days, we did one hundred and twenty k. Dion Coop. Coopwood, mm -hmm. um, we made a brand new offer. We did a launch, and within the first 24 hours, he did 100K. So there's a lot of other people. We work with Tez. We work with uh, mm -hmm. we worked with uh, Justin Phillips. Um, just a lot of people around this area. Mm -hmm. And really, that's just how we've been growing. It's just a lot of word of mouth um, and the results itself. So you damn near 10x people's like yeah we company we, we 10x people's businesses but we also 10 10x people's um income mm -hmm. as a as a salesperson. Mm, so how so how obviously you're doing you're doing good but how are you helping other people doing this? Yeah, so it don't matter if you're doing it. How can you help other people? Can how can you help our audience? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, so basically if you're someone that's in sales in general or if even if you don't have sales experience, the best thing I love about this business is like you could come into the game and, you know, in sales, they teach you, you have to be super aggressive. You have to, you know, go out there and take this many calls to make this amount, right? With this, all you have to do is really just put yourself out there to get in contact with a client, a business owner that sells digital products and just connect with them and start, uh, start closing their offers. Um, and in general, like we have people in my community that are from ages 18 years old all the way to 40 years old closing for all the people that i just talked about mm. yeah. and some people are in college they're doing this part-time some people do this as a side thing and they have a full-time career or some people just do this like full-time damn yeah mm -hmm. so when your business like the way it's structured all the way like to what you do on a daily basis it's just you just need a sales team yeah, so either if you're coming from, the, like, if you're a client in general, you either had a sales team or we we build out a sales team for you and we build out the high ticket offers for you if you don't have one. Uh, if you're a student, we basically train you Monday through Friday every morning to make sure that you're amped up, you you understand sales, you're, you're consistent, you're disciplined. And then we teach you everything about the digital space when it comes to all the payment processors you need to use, all the different people you're going to work with and all the different frameworks such as webinars, VSLs, everything. So that way, when you get placed into a business, you know what to do. Okay. I got you. So we have two sides of the business. Okay. That makes sense. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, so that way when you do go, when you do, when you are connecting with these, these online uh, entrepreneurs or these people that's selling courses and stuff like that, they don't have to be like, Hey, here's what a webinar is. This is going on. Yeah. You already taught them. Yeah. So now when they do, cause everyone has the same model, right? Everybody, everybody got the same. Model. Yeah. So when you do, when they do, when you, you're teaching them all these things. So when they do get connected with a client, all they got to do is literally just plug and play, learn, right. learn what they have to talk about mm -hmm. or they're doing and just plug in. Yeah. But how extensive is that? Like training for your sales team? Like how like in depth do you go? We go, yeah. So I have like coaches in place that know more about sales than I do. I just teach everything that I know when it comes to like working with these type of clients. Um, in general, like 
the easy thing about this business is that like since the leads are inbound, you're not having to go out there and trying to find your own leads. You get to leverage the business owner that you're working with. Mm. That's why it was a huge thing when I came into Will's business is like not only did I see everything that he's built up, mm -hmm. but I could also relate to them like, hey, you know, this is someone that you should trust. This is someone I went to school with. This is someone I grew up with. And that made the sales easier because at the end of the day, they don't know who I am. They don't know why they're getting on the phone call with me. But when your business owner at least gives authority or uh, credibility to the person that they're going to speak to, yeah. it makes the job a lot easier. And then I just leverage his name. I leverage the business and I leverage the products that we do have. That's crazy. Okay. I got you. So yeah. right now, well, so right now, what are you, what are you, what are you probably looking to start doing with, with the business that you have right now? Do you have anything that's new that you're trying to do? Or I just like to try to give a sneak peek. Yeah. So I would say I'm not trying to start anything new. I say I want to be able to help more salespeople um, and start going, uh, start getting more people to become remote closers. I feel like there's a high demand for uh, remote closers. Um, and there's a huge supply of course creators out there that don't know about having a sales team because i think inside of the course industry alone like you start this off from an idea mm. and you build the business from yourself then you hire the vas for your customer support yeah and then you think like making 50k 100k a month by yourself and your va is enough but if you want to build this into an actual company you need to hire a sales team that's the next steps so <clears throat> one thing that i'll say before even like if you're a client or a course creator when you get to that 50k month goal, your next investment should be really into a sales team, and that's what's going to take you to the next level. Okay. 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 And what's what what does the money look like for the people that's actually out there that's um, making those sales calls and yeah. someone like you that's like behind the scenes and like that's just putting people in position? Like what's some like what's some of the money like they they can look forward to? Yeah. So if you're coming into the space and you're trying to become a remote closer, you get paid anywhere from ten to twenty percent commission. So let's say you work with a credible business owner, they're selling a four thousand package. If you take a call and close it in 30, <clears throat> 30 minutes. You just made four hundred dollars in thirty minutes. In thirty minutes. Now, if you took four calls in that day, you close all of them, which is pretty pretty easy to do. I would say, if depending on the client and how much leads they're bringing in, let's say you close four deals, you just made sixteen hundred dollars in a day. You just replace your two week check or even sometimes your monthly income, yeah. depending on where you're working yeah. at. So that's why I say it's so attractive because it's not you having to start up a business and you having to invest into products, all you're doing is using what you already have, which is your skills of sales, and you're just using it to a full advantage and being in a faster vehicle to make you more income. That's great. So what what are the age <clears throat> what are the age range of people that's trying trying that's usually doing this? Is do people do this when they're in high school or like I'd say the best honestly, there's really no requirement. Um I have I have a student that just literally graduated from high school. Uh, she does it part time. She's in college now, and in her first month, she was able to do five thousand in commissions hey, part time. Smooth. While being a full time college student. Oh wow! So that means she didn't even put her all into it. She so just, she yeah. brought in five thousand. Yeah, so five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah, while be, like her first month in college. Let me get five thousand in college. Is wild. Wild. Oh, that <laughs> is wild. wild. Like, and any people that were watching, you know, you were in college. I'm pretty sure y'all trying to figure out how you made five thousand. What yeah. y'all do for five thousand like, right now? Up. And oh. she's yeah, and she's still like full time student. She takes her calls after her classes, and then she 
continues the same thing. So what what is what does a day for you look like? Like a day in 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 doing what you do. What does that look like? like yeah, that? so a day for me, like with just work or just like in life. Just in life, period. But I, I guess start with work. Okay, work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with work, uh, I'm just really just checking up. So the first thing I do is we we do our coaching calls in the morning, Monday through Friday. Um, I'm not coaching at all. It's yeah. just uh, the coaches I have in place. And then throughout the day, I kind of just check in on the businesses and make sure like all the sales teams are like, they understand what to what to achieve for today, what their goals are. And then I just connect with the clients and that's pretty much it. Oh, so you kicking it. Nah, he next. So he you working. just, so nah, you just. I be working, I be working. You're training. So you, I be training. Hold on, no, so you just checking on stuff and making sure that it's going. Yeah, making sure that people are active and making sure people are like on top of everything. You know what I mean? That's how it is when you start. I guess like three hours after day. Sometimes a little bit more because I'm working on my business too. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So you are training other people. So you're so I so for your for the other people, you built out sales team for them. Mm-hmm. So you should just be checking on them, making sure they're actually doing a job. Yeah. And then, then you have your that, he, he's just trying to keep himself busy after that. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's nah, like, this is going recording so well. Content, I got, I got recording just... <laughs> content. Um, you know, building on my business. We're about to launch very soon. So just getting all that stuff in place. So. Just a lot of behind the scenes stuff, like I that kind of stuff. I mean, so so how? So this question for me. So how important is the launch of of a of a course or a business? Like how important is that? A launch? Well, I would say it just depends. There's people that just want to launch and just put something out there, uh-huh. and you can make money from that. But for me, I've been in the space for so long, and I took a break uh, for like these past three months, and knowing everything that I know now. I want to have a huge launch. So it's super important for me because I've seen it from other clients that I work with. Uh, I see the results that we're getting for other people. Mm-hmm. So another thing for me, it pushes me to be like, hey, look, I could also do this myself for and sure. make that type of money as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've helped clients make like 500 to 2 mil a month. So it's just like a launch is super important. For yeah, me. so you're like, hey, I got to get some of that too. Yeah. My 20% and my 10%, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But what if I get the whole loaf? So, yeah. what's, so what's your favorite time of year? Like what, what what has to be going on? And you're like, okay, we're about to have a good month. Um, I would say in general, since I work with a lot of clients, I would say like that Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Oh, phew. Because not only are people just, not only are companies running sales on their products, but also course creators are giving people, you know, course creators are telling people you don't need to buy the products on Amazon and yeah, things like sure. that. You should invest in yourself. And, <laughs> no, and then yeah. that's when they hit their email list and they sell them their products for a lot cheaper. So the, the cool thing about it is that since I have salespeople inside of those businesses, I make a percentage off of each sale Oh, that the closers it. make. Yeah. So those are the biggest days. So like in general, like with all of our clients combined on Black Friday, we should be aiming for like five mil collective wow. with all the clients. Gee, so how how many how many how many salespeople are you like are you uh, are you managing? Salespeople like in general. Yeah, like in, like that. Not yeah, like the, not the people that you like trying to learn from you. Obviously, all learning from oh, you. Oh, that but you like, actually put in place. Yeah. So it's about like I want to say like twenty five. Shit. Yeah. Listen. Are you and they're all they're all different businesses. Yeah. Are you a millionaire? Am I a millionaire? Nah, I'm on my way though. So, so, way. It's yeah. all and, and you know what? That's so cool. Multi, bro. I yeah. see six figures though. Yeah. I love that because a lot of people just always be so caught up on that million, but you will get there. Yeah. But a lot, bro. You gotta understand, bro. Most of like, y'all parents multi six figures is the multi six figures is hardest. Um, yeah. I'll say your first six figures is the hardest. 
Um, but I'll say the biggest thing when it comes to making money is like you have to be around people. Like all the people I mentioned, I met last year mm. and they've all inspired me to just keep on growing and to make more money. Right. Yeah. Uh, because I definitely see we're all in this like same age range. We all live in the same area, like yeah. same, same city. Um, and just being around them, staying connected and just being exposed to different things. Right. So like, I always make sure to go to events. I make sure to always network with other people. And in May was my act, like my first six figure month. Mm. And that was like, for me, it was like, damn, this is my first six, six figure month. But I'm in group chats where that's something that they do yeah, on a weekend, <laughs> on, a like, weekend on a webinar. But it's also like it pushes me to keep on going. Let me hold twenty five dollars. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> like you just saw that event they had. They were they were handing out awards yeah. to people that yeah, did like, like yeah, a, mil- a million in um. That's why he couldn't come last week. Yeah, I was at. What was it? A million in online sales or ten million? Yeah. In so sales? so um, there's a two comma club award. Uh, that's the gold award. That's when you make a million dollars in a funnel in one year. Mm, okay. And, okay. Okay. I won. Okay. And then the bigger award, the one that David and Will had, that's the two comma club X. So that's the ten million dollar award. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be a year. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then the bigger award is like the two comma club C. That's when you do twenty five to a hundred mil. Fuck. And were like the people there were they kind of doing like the same thing like the people that were getting like the biggest awards like what yeah. were what were the people that were getting like the biggest awards like what would they be doing? I'll say everybody's different. One thing about that event that really like exposed me to a lot was just like you know sometimes you don't even have to be the course creator. Sometimes you don't have to be the salesperson at all. You just have to find a way to solve people's needs, mm. right? There's people in there that don't run ads at all. There's people in there with less than a thousand followers mm. getting a hundred million dollar awards. So it's all sorts of different things, but it just exposes you to like it's possible. Hey, give me an example of that. Shit, and it's bro. like yeah. it's like if they're getting an award, you're basically getting awards. Yeah, it's people like you never see on the internet. It's crazy. Um, but just to explain, like a great example is like a lot of people that were there, they make money off of subscriptions. Um, it could be off of different things. Um, some people make money off of just being an affiliate. Mm-hmm, yeah, they'll be That's like, gonna be us. they'll oh be, my a, goodness. they'll be like a copywriter, um, and they'll write blogs, and then they'll just use their list and blast them to people's email, uh, blast people to their their offers or anything like that, and get paid for it. So wait a second. Or ad agencies, ad agencies get paid, email teams get paid. If I get hell of affiliates, yeah, and I could, I get, we get one awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sell through a funnel because you could get your clients to pay you through a funnel. Bruh. Yeah, there's, do that. There's, hey, can you help us? Yeah, that's easy. Oh, we finna do that. No cap. <laughs> there's there's there, there's so many different ways you can make money with a funnel. Like that whole event, doesn't this is my second time going. And it's just crazy to see like the people that walk on stage, and this is what makes me want to just keep working, is like these people like you've never seen before. Mm. And that makes you just be like, all right, bet. Yeah, it's possible. Crazy. Yeah. It's possible. And but I'm thinking everybody on there, like, you know, online influencers that yeah, like everybody knows. Yeah. They have uh like hundred thousand followers and yeah. things like that. Nah. Damn. Do you like black girls? <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I- 
I'm not against it. I don't have a, a certain type. I, got I, I think I do have a certain type, but. What's your type? Let me hear it. Asian. Asian? Damn. Bro. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel you, bro. So how you feel about dating outside your race? I'm not against it. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm not against, against it. it. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not against it, but you're against it. You, but you're against it because you're saying, like, I'm not going to do it. I'll do it. You're definitely against it. You're against uh, it. <laughs> He's against it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't say it for the camera. You're definitely against it. Just say it. Like, would you marry outside your race? Would I marry outside my race? I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. You got to take care of your people. You got to recalculate your people, bro. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry we just bet you into a corner like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not for real, so like, Damn, I never got that question. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, I mean, obviously you're doing, you're doing really well, man. You're only 24, right? Mm -hmm. You're going crazy. So how has your life changed dramatically? Especially, you know, with the friends that you hang out with, the people you choose to hang out with. Right. Then we're going to go there. Then it's like, with, even with females and stuff like that, how that changed? Are you still dealing with the same type of females or the certain type of people you look at, the type of female you look for? Or even... Are you even dating right now? Because I know a lot of people like that's a distraction. I'm trying to hit my goal. Yeah. Mm. Where do I start? Um, so I guess I, people you hang out with and stuff like that. Like, how's that changed? But yeah, I, I mean, I guess you've been hanging out with Will. Then, yeah, I, I would say I've definitely <laughs> changed. Um, I have different circles. I would say, you okay. know, there's people I grew up with. Uh, there's also people I get money with, and then there's also people that are just mentors in different types of aspects, right? So I would say. Really, I've lost a lot of people throughout the way. I'm pretty sure that's the same thing with everybody here. Yep. Um, but in general, I kind of like make sure that I'm around people that could also add value as I'm adding value to them. So break break that whole thing down for me. Like, so you say you got people you grew up, you got people make money, we got mentors. I'm yeah. trying to figure. So break that down for me. Like, so what's the important? How much do time do you give to each of those people? And is that is that like one of your best like qualities? Like putting yourself around like the like necessary people yeah so i mean i i think i just make sure that i spend time with every person i guess and mm -hmm. check up on everybody but for me and my goals i have to make sure that i'm not the smartest person in the room okay um sure. but i always make sure to just check up on people um hang out with you know whoever i need to but in general i like to just make sure that i'm like having conversations because like i think at the age that i'm at this is like the best time to go after everything you want to. Yep, for sure. So, um, for me, I hang around with a lot of people that I could get money with, and that we can make make money together. Yeah. So, so pretty much. So you really, you really not hanging out with people that you're just chilling with. Not really. Not really. Okay. I don't. I don't chill a lot anymore. You're 24. Yeah, I did it a lot in college. I was chilling a lot. Yeah. So, so do you? Uh, do you? Do you advocate in people like cutting? Cutting people off that they're saying they don't need to be around, or some people say, you know, you can still be cool with them, you know, or yeah. how you feel about that? How much time should you be giving those people, or if any time at all? Yeah, I would say it just depends on if that person is just asking, like they're just withdrawing from you, mm -hmm. withdrawing information, they're withdrawing, and they're like, um, and they're not adding real, really much value <clears throat> into your life or to your goals and what you want to achieve. Um, I wouldn't say cut them off. I would just say keep a distance. You know what I mean? And still like check up on them. But you have to find some way to keep on growing mm -hmm. for yourself. I got you. I got mm -hmm. you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Cause I, you know, sometimes people just struggle with that, right? Yeah. Especially people that's just getting started entrepreneurship. They just really don't know how to let those people go that are not helping them. You know, right. right. You're not helping me. You're not. You're not helping me grow. You're not helping me prevail. Or it, or we not even get money together. So it's kind of yeah. just like. 
what are you what are you here for? Facts. I don't want to chill. Yeah. So yeah, how does that social life look for you? Like, like how how is that for you? Like interacting like outside of work. Uh, it's still the same. Like, I mean, just interacting with people is normal. Um, yeah. I'm not really like, hey, you know, you don't do this. I'm not talking to you or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not. I'm, I always like make sure people get treated how they should be and respected the same way. Um, but I just give more time into what my goals are. That makes sense. So are you trying to get married soon or are you married? <laughs> nah, I'm not married. I love this man, BJ. Yeah, it just so, comes straight with yeah. it. I love it. So like, <laughs> so for real though, like, so what does that look like with females? I mean, if, if I'm a young man, I'm making, I made a hundred K in a month. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got to at least feel different. Like, you yeah. walk with your chest out a little bit more. Like, so I, can, <clears> I really can have if I really want to. Stop playing with me. Like, <laughs> like someone said, say, yeah. stop playing. So I just got out of, a, like, a long relationship. Oh, wow. How long was your relationship? Eight years. You like an eight-year type of relationship. So <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean? What does that mean yeah. is you what like... What does that mean? It don't yeah, like, what does that mean? It don't like you out there just... You, you don't like you out there just swinging that thing. Mm. Sometimes you got to be out there swinging well, thing. You not fucking like it? No. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just, I'm just I'm just I mean, I'm just saying that's crazy. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm doing it, but okay. So, so you obviously. So, I mean, so how, how, what happened with that? When you was in a relationship for eight years, what happened with that? Eight years. I know you. Yeah. Probably, y'all were talking about building a family together. Yeah. Y'all should have been painting an apartment together right now. Yeah. So look, just walk us through that. How did that happen? Like, how did it end? Um, I'm gonna just say in the like the deepest way you possibly can. nah not the deepest <laughs> way uh i found out uh she was cheating on me god damn it god fuck shit on my birthday and what on your birthday he had to no, no, wait 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 did y'all feel the dramatic sales pause hold on wait <laughs> god he hurt on my, my chest my what? chest is still beating right and now. that was this past may cheating in what wait form? a second that's why three months might be quiet break might be that's quiet. Why, that's why I took. That's why I took three months away from business because we were partners in the business. Stop fucking playing. And then I had to re. <laughs> I had a. I had to revamp everything. I had to get everything uh, taken care of. Um, and just yeah, just kind of. I mean, it still stings to this day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, sure. I mean, you guys probably could see it. I don't know. You guys don't. I got really seen done before. What what fashion I beat was you doing? By eight years. Is different. That's different, bro. Eight years is different. different. That's different. That's harder than me. And I've, so, so, and I've known her for 11 years. So do you... Half so, of my life. Yeah, that's crazy. That's half, that's half of your life, bro. Right. For real. So, I mean, the thing is, do you still date Asians after that? It's not... It's not, <laughs> it's not the race. <laughs> I don't think it's the race. It gotta the race. be the race. Because I promise you, I'm just playing. Nah, nah, it's probably, it's not it can't race. be the race. It's not the race. It's not the race. So obviously, you 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 went through that. And do you just on a business standpoint? Right. Do you encourage anybody to start building their business with their woman before they are married, or even if they are married, do you encourage them to build their business with their woman? Because at the end of the day, that can happen. Um, I would say I've seen it successfully. There's a lot of people that are married and have. Don't say the harmosies because. Those okay. Are, don't say. I'm tired of everybody saying it. Everybody, okay. Leyland and Hermosi. I'm like, all right, bro. Besides them. In my honest opinion, if I were to do like now, like I'm never building a business with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not a, I want to your relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm gonna just do my own thing. You do your own thing, and like, we'll come together. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's how I see it now. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I I don't think. 
I really just don't think that makes sense because, like you yeah. said, what just happened. I would not put myself in that situation for sure, bro. And no. it was really, it wasn't really anything. So, so like, I'm not even gonna make you relive that situation because nah. that 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 hurt me. Yeah, right. That hurt me. I'm hurt. Right Can now. I ask how you find out? First of all, forget that. Mike, I'm hurt right now, Mike. <laughs> no, forget that. Because I'm relieving my situation right now. Oh, don't relieve your situation. Don't relieve. I remember it was on October. <laughs> no, but seriously though, listen. So seriously, like obviously you were doing you were doing well for yourself. Right. And 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 she still she still cheated on you. Mm-hmm. She she I was in the business, so she saw how do how good you were doing. She gotta be so dumb. what? 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 Like, do you think a status of a man that even would that say, matter? Does I, that matter at all? Yeah, it definitely does. I would also say another thing too. During our relationship, when I started making more money, I'm not saying this is the reason for the action at all, but I know I started getting more into just only wanting to focus on business more than the relationship. Because I was like, "Yo, I'm hitting bigger numbers. Let me keep on studying more." Like. Let me just like keep on working. Let me keep on making things better because I'm in these group chats where I'm like, yo, I need to keep on going crazy. I need to keep on putting more work. So during that time, I think it also taught me a lot. Um, it definitely put me in a whole different situation. Uh, definitely was a different chapter of my life. Um, but in general, like I think everything does happen for a certain reason because it made me realize like, I could do this on my own too. And this is going to put me in a way better situation later on. I think that needed to happen, bro. I'm sorry to let you know. I feel like I it think that happen. girl I got cheating on in college with, she she had a little bit of um, Chinese in her. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Yo. How you know he's Chinese, bro? I didn't that's say. Racist. I didn't say he was. I'm half. Saying, I'm, I'm half. I'm half. Okay. She was, she was and, and he wasn't, bro. I was gonna get on I'm you, bro, because that's fucked up. I'm just you saying she was from Asia. Asia. Chinese. No, her her dad was like from Asia or somewhere, bro. Like had to be from somewhere, bro. <laughs> Tay, you heard this man? He just assumed that all Asians was Chinese. Please don't subscribe because of BJ, bro. Please do not unsubscribe because of BJ. It's BJ. That's why he fuck with black women now. Exactly. Can we take you to the strip club? Yeah, bitch. No. Can Which we one? take you? Oh yeah, let's go. I'm gonna take you to fucking pinups. We're going to pinups. Exactly. You don't even know where that pin-ups. is. Where you get some soft black booty at? <laughs> we gotta take you to pinups, bro. Because, um, we don't even go to the strip club, but I just feel like you just need to heal from that hurt. Where and are we at in the episode? I'm healed though. You, are you healed? I would say it still hurts because it's like it's recent. So are you are you dealing with other females now? I'm talking, yeah. I'm talking to other, yeah. You ain't had sex with no more? Hmm. What'd you say? What? No, I saw. I didn't hear what he said. Okay, okay. Yeah, he yeah. Said, I was gonna say, "Damn, bro, she had your hair like that. You ain't having sex?" Nah, you're crazy. <laughs> I ain't gonna cap. I, I, I'm not saying for you, but for me, I. You see, I was like, bro, I'm, if something happened to me, and then we broke up or something, I would like, I have to go crazy for like a month at least. I probably kept like twenty in a month. Twenty in a month. Twenty in a month. It's like two in one day. I'm going nuts. On even on the Sabbath on a Sunday. On a Sunday is crazy. On a Sunday is crazy. Wow. But the thing is, though, you got to say, I got to get out some car. I'm going to go. I'm grinding, bro. My, now, you know what? I, I, I'm, I take that back because I always be like, bro, I'll probably be the richest man in Babylon at that point. At that point, because I'm like, bro, cause I know that put a different drive in you. Like, how did, oh, yeah. and tell me how that motivated you. How did that, how did that help you? I'm pretty, because we all, a lot of people look at things in a negative way. And I, I, I read something the other day and it's like, and I, I live like this, but just reading it just put in a different perspective for me. Mm-hmm. The fact is, nothing that happens to you 
is positive or negative. It's completely neutral. The only thing, it's all about how you take it. Mm. Yeah, that and is true. That is true. It's completely neutral. No, that is true. So you could have take. I take. I would take it as. Oh, I'm about to go get rich as hell. I'm gonna take that that hurt, that pain, and I'm yeah. gonna make it into something positive. Mm. So how did that motivate you? Like, did that motivate you? Did it make you start a, a different or type of drive? Or did it slow you down? Or did it slow you down? It slowed me down. Guys working together. It slowed me down. Like from the, I would say, first two months, I was honestly the way I was avoiding the pain in general was I was going out a lot. Mm. Um and doing stuff that wasn't like what I was doing at the beginning of this year or when I started yeah. my business. Um and then it got to the point where I was just like, yo, like nothing's gonna change unless I change. And that's when it just like kind of motivated me, like, yo, I gotta I gotta go after something different and not only that, just set bigger goals because I felt like for me, I didn't provide enough value mm. as a man. In a relationship, that's what, I, and, and that's the way I think though. No, no, when no. something happens to me, I always like to reflect back on me first. And, and I feel you on that because I always think like, bro, if 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 anything happens to me, it's probably because I was I, I look at myself like say I had to be doing something wrong. Because yeah. the fact that the fact that you did it, it had to be something that I wasn't doing wrong or providing for you. Just like now, I feel like you were speaking to me when you was like, because I'm married and everything, but I won't, we didn't get been together eight years. But mm-hmm. it's like we do have a conversation like. You're working a lot. You're not going to come. And I'm around those same people you're around. Mm -hmm. So it made me be like, bro, I got to go harder, bro. I got more stuff to do. Yeah. So you be, it's like, we, we we disregard what females be saying. But ultimately, bro, if you're not giving them attention, they're going to go get it from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So would you ever take her back or is it like over with it? Nah, it's done. It's done. After eight years, I ain't going to lie. It's done. It's done. All right. It's done. I respect that. So BJ, would you take your girl back that you don't No. Let's cap. Hell yeah, he no. smiled. He's in a girl. He got he's a girl. cheating on me. Yeah, no. You know, me and my girl argue about that because it's like because I promise you, me, me and my me and my me and my me and my wife argue about that because but not we don't. We don't. <clears throat> that shit disrespectful. We don't. We don't. No. We don't argue about it. But it's like it's like this right here. We 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 do talk about it though because it's like. Bro, if you do something to me, I'm done. Men can take less. I can't. She's like, well, if you did something, I probably wouldn't even, you know, tr- I will, will. I'll probably be mad, but I'll probably still be with you. I'm like, I yeah, no. Bro, fast. But, it's, but listen, hey, you can I'm, hug I'm, somebody I'm, in public. I mean, I throw this microphone on the ground right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all, you crazy, bro. Like, I can't do it. I can't take it, bro. I, I found out my girl did like some little stuff. Like, she took a picture with somebody. I was so heartbroken. I was like, bro. You before he even with got, niggas, before, before he even got with her, that's the crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you taking pictures with nigga, bit? I said we taking pictures when we go out now, bit. That's crazy, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That's wild. So how, how do you? How, all right, so we go. Obviously, we finna, we finna, we feel like we've been here for a while. But how do you feel like that that, that heartbreak helped you? Uh, it helped me realize like I had to like self reflect. Mm-hmm. And also trying to kind of take time back to myself because, like I mentioned before, I was spending a lot of time just working. Mm-hmm. So I took time and really spent time with family because I wasn't really like around them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just kind of reflect like having a work life balance. That was the biggest thing for me because, like, back then, even when I hit my biggest month, it was constantly wake up, work, sleep late, work. You know what I mean? It was just constantly just grinding and grinding. And, you know, I was doing webinars during that time. So, like, every week, you're always, how can I make more next week? How can I make more next week? And I think that's that's one thing that um, 
that I learned from it and then also just being more of like who I am too and going back to like how I was when I first started business why am I doing this and all that because I was getting really like really like materialistic and like just buying a lot of stuff and just always looking for the flashy things mm-hmm. when I was making more money that's crazy. That's crazy because uh, first of all, those webinars could get hell wet. I had it because I'm married. I got a kid. But what I'm still, <laughs> I'm still I took a break. I ain't doing like two months because what I'm gonna do, I'm do it two times a month, like every two. Every two, two big launches. Yeah, because like I, doing every every week, bro. Man, ain't a lot that junk get draining. Bro, I was doing it every. And that's week. and I respect anybody that's doing oh, that. Yeah. But when you got a family, bro, it's really kind of hard to do because they. On Sundays, it's like, bro, we put Sunday, we put chill together, you know what bro, I mean? Bro, Sundays and Tuesdays. Oh, you was there in two days? Because I was doing the encore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I, I know y'all probably like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. But, but no lie. And Tell I was me. doing my encores live. It's not. It wasn't a replay. So oh. I would run it back again for the oh. people that didn't attend. You going crazy. Was your numbers doing good, though, when you were doing it? Yeah, that was my biggest month. Shit, okay. I got That's it. More, more equals more. Yeah, it, that's all it end up, end up talking to it. But it gets tiring, bro. It does get tiring. tiring. It do, I mean, God, I understand, bro. We're literally repeating the same. First of all, we already got the layout already. I'm not going to put this on camera. <laughs> all right, but listen, we've been here for a while. We'll talk we've about this. We've been here for a we've minute. We've been here gosh. for a minute. I feel like this has been a great episode, man. I feel like it's been a lot of knowledge, been a lot of good conversation just about life overall and just teach you guys some stuff that you guys are going to go through, right? You're going to figure, trying to figure out how to, where you want to be. Do you want to leave school? Do you want to stay? You're going to be around people that's influenced you to make more money. You're going to be around people. That 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 um that are not doing so much trying to figure out do you need to hang out with us so you're gonna go through heartbreaks unfortunately but <laughs> that is what it is but we feel like we've been here for a while but the thing is we dropped these episodes at the beginning of the week on mm. Tuesdays Tuesdays at six o'clock p.m. guys if you're not tapped in at that time you're tripping but we drop on Tuesdays so what we like to do is we like to ask our guests to give our audience something that they can actually implement this week. To actually make their life better, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, or spiritually. Now, that's up to you, whatever you want to say. But the thing is, I just need you to give, we call it give them something. Just give the people something. You're going to look into that camera right there. Yeah, so if you're someone that's still looking to start anything when it comes to business or making money online, you don't have to start a business, right? You could just start working off of the people that are on your newsfeed and really just connect with them and just become a remote closer. Not only that, just be grateful throughout the whole journey because your first month and when it comes to remote closing is always gonna be your lowest month. So continue just to keep striving whatever path that you take and just continue to keep on learning because one day you're eventually gonna get to where you wanna be. Oh my goodness, guys, you heard it already. He told you guys, this don't take no money. Just take a little grind. Just take a little time. And that's it. Guy, you got to understand, connecting with people, if you know you got sales, if you know you got a background of talking to people or you can talk to people, you can learn this along the way. So make sure you guys take and implement what he said this week. Don't waste any time. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And if you like this episode, leave us a super chat. And guess what? Join the membership because we're going to have people like my guy, Patrick, come on and he's going to teach you some some stuff about Remote sales offline, maybe live, where he's actually speaking to you all. So with our community. So go ahead and join the community. Do not wait. Do not hesitate because you will be sad if you don't join because the price only goes up. Follow us on Instagram at underscore on the porch. And follow me on Instagram at underscore Mr. Dot Mindset. You'll see everything I got going on over there. BJ. Hey, y'all go ahead and follow me at underscore BJ Real. But most importantly, y'all go follow the podcast at underscore on the porch. <laughs> 
We're on all platforms. And like he said, if you want to support us, go ahead and leave a super chat, guys. We're sitting here waiting on it. All it's going to go towards is is the um, development of the studio, guys. And we're going to keep keep expanding and keep getting great guests on for you guys to develop and learn every day, guys. So no cap, no cap. Go ahead and support us. Pat, where can they find you at? We forgot to ask you that. Where can they find Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Patrick H-K-H-I-M, Patrick H. Kim, um, where I teach everything related to sales. Hey, man, make sure you guys go follow him. I know he got some things coming by the time the episode comes out. He probably... Is, matter of fact, I'm, well, we're going to put it on him whenever he's about to lunch. Just let us know so we can make sure we can do drop it before. Let's do and, it. And um, have an affiliate link ready for us. <laughs> and um, that's it. That's all we ask. But make sure you guys get into all just sides. It's not about the money. It's not about the things that we're going to get from him. Of course, he's going to get paid. At the end of the day, we're not hiding. It's a business. He's teaching you. It's an educational business. But the thing is, your investment is going to help you get to the next level that you need to be at. And I'm pretty sure you're going to triple your investment within those first three months. So whatever that price is that he has for you all, do not hesitate. Go ahead and do it because sales is uncapped. It's all about your work ethic. So make sure you follow us on Instagram again at underscore on the porch. BJ, uh, we already said we fought BJ Real, Patrick H. Kim, Mr. Mindset, and we out. Peace. Gone. We going crazy. Hey, run that shit up, Chase.